Hey, how's everyone doing? This is episode 14 of Griff's Brains Up, and it's me, Griff, obviously. Uh, how's everyone doing? How's your week been? Um, this is going to be a strange one. I'm in my mum's house. I'm back in my old room. Um, she doesn't know I'm recording the podcast, so she's going to hear me talking and then like, shouting, Darren, who are you talking to? Eh? Eh? And just interrupted continu- <laughs> continuously through the podcast. So... If you end up me shout, end up hearing me shouting at my mum, you know, not like that teenager who's trying to have a wag in his room. He's like, "Mum, leave me alone! <laughs> leave my room!" So um, that's that's likely to happen um, throughout this podcast. But hey, how's everyone's week been? Um, I I forgot it was my comedy birthday last week weekend. I should have mentioned that when I was on there. Fifteenth of May was my first gig. A year ago, um, it was my graduation. Did a course, two-day course for comedy, and my graduation. So my first actual gig outside of the course is the 29th of May. So I haven't picked which one's my birthday, but hey, it was. I celebrated by buying myself a silver Casio for £19.99, free delivery from Argos, and um, nothing says you're serious about comedy. Until you start timing yourself. <laughs> Before I usually wait for a flashlight from the back of the room. Or the MC to be stood there on the side of the stage. Like, yeah, get off now. You've done your five minutes. No one's laughing anymore. Get off. Alright, that's what happened. But um, how did my week start? I'm going to start with personal stories. Um, let's just show the news. Maybe I should decide this before I came on the podcast. Ah, who cares? Let's go with the flow. So last weekend, Sunday, um, me and my friend, we went to see this magic show. And um, the show was fun. The show was fun. Magic's fun for everyone, isn't it? And there's a, there's a group in front of us in their 20s. And I'm not sure if the girl was drunk had some sort of developmental problem. <laughs> it was just, I just a general moron. She was so excited about the magic. Um, I think she thought magic was real, um, which no magician ever claims, especially at a gig where no under eights are allowed. <laughs> oh, this woman was so annoying. She was really, really annoying um, to the point where the magician when she said she needed to go to the toilet, he was like, just go. Literally, just fuck off and go. Go to the toilet. And uh, she went. And as soon as she left the room, he went to her, okay, guys, when she comes back, I want you all to cheer like I just did the best magic trick ever. So she came back in, and I started screaming. I was like, oh, my God. It's unbelievable. How do you make yourself like that disappear? And she was like, what? What did I miss? What did I miss? Oh, do it again, please. Oh. And like, her and her friends are all annoying. It's like her boyfriend can tell he facilitated that nonsense. No one knows me, knows I can't stand cuteness. I can't. I can't. I mean, cute gestures, I don't mind. But it's the baby talk. Ah. Just don't, don't do it to me. You, you will, you will never win. You will never get me on side. If you're a woman, 
and you want me to do a favour for you, whether it's at work, uh, anywhere, don't come up to me and be like, hey, Darren, um, I was just wondering. Shut your mouth, right? Piss off, you annoy me. Anyone. I mean, even if I, I think that may change, may change if I ever have a daughter. Then I'll accept it from her. But if you're a professional woman, I'm not your dad. <laughs> what are you doing? It's not cute. No, like, girlfriends, ex-girlfriends, no. Just never liked it from any of them. He used to annoy me. And seeing a guy flipping go, oh, catch one of your boys on the phone to a girlfriend. Well, one of my friends used to do it all the time. I won't mention his name. He knows exactly who he is. And some of my other friends know who he is as well. His girlfriend used to call. And he'd be talking normally to us. And he, she would call and be like, Hey, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Like, please, rummage through a handbag and get your balls back. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Talk normally to adults. There's, Hey baby, no, I, I wish you more. <laughs> <laughs> Vomit. Make me sick. But anyway, back to the magic show. So these people are annoying the hell out of me. And then we all got picked, a few of us got picked to write down a fear that we had. And they went for these book of fears. You know, they send generic shit. Heights, uh, snakes claustrophobia you know all that kind of boring normal fears so i wrote down on this sheet of paper i'm not gonna tell you what i wrote down but i i wrote down a fear on the sheet of paper and then the magician got the sister to come out and pick them out randomly so they picked out so oh so what's the first one it's like uh heights and it's like oh yeah that is a popular one isn't it someone else scared of heights in here and it was like oh yeah i'm scared of heights i, I don't like heights I, I don't really mind it's like okay cool next one it's like oh the next one is oh it's oh it's darkness okay no lots of people are scared of the dark okay yeah uh, anyone else in here scared of a few people put their hands up and then <laughs> the woman opens it up and I knew it was my one because I could see the look on her face and she went um loneliness and <laughs> the room fell silent and he went oh yeah no, that is kind of mm, no, I'm, yeah that's that's real and even the magician was kind of like oh wow <laughs> Me and my friends were just sat there in absolute tears while everyone else... I feel like I just killed everyone Sunday. Just from that point, the mood in the room completely changed. I think people were really having a look at their own life. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, loneliness. Yeah, he probably thought there was someone suicidal in the crowd. No, just me being a dick trying to ruin the show. But, um, yeah, and then after the show, there was a guy... Talking to me in the toilet. Now, every, every guy knows urinal etiquette. We don't talk to each other in the toilet. But this guy wants to talk to me about the magic show. He's going, oh, it was amazing. Like, oh, I love magic, me. And like, that was that was something special, that. Don't you? Yeah, did you see the trick he did for me before the show? He's like, no, mate, no, I didn't. You sat in a completely different part of the theatre. And no, no, it was really good. He starts describing the trick to me. Um, I... I rudely, but I don't care. I just started using the hand dryer so I couldn't hear him. Like, as soon as he started talking, he's like, what he did, he put the ring through the... Ooh. 
He persisted or talking. I just, my hands are dry. <laughs> Didn't break eye contact with him. Then he soon got the hit. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, see you later then. I was like, yep, yeah, just left. Yeah, that's that was my Sunday, last Sunday. And then, uh, yeah, what happened in the week? We had the NHS cyber attacks. And, um, you know, that was bad. Because where they got reported was that the NHS got targeted. But then what actually happened was it was the the operating system that they were running. That got targeted. So loads of companies got done. But obviously it's the NHS is the one that's concerned for the public. And then they found out that they actually had the security patch um, to protect them against the attack. But they just didn't update the system. Now, how many times have we logged onto a computer and just seen the update now or remind me later. And you're like, hey, I only came online to look at some porn. Okay, I don't have time to be restarting my computer. I I need to look at this porn right now, okay? I need to see this gang bag. <laughs> I need to watch this. I need to watch this porn. Uh, and you just put remind later. Because whatever he's doing is more important than security off your computer like you're literally going around on the internet bareback <laughs> go wear your internet condom your cyber condom yeah go strap up for you go on the internet and it's clearly someone someone in it just got now nah, remind me later i've got to watch this video of a cat putting his head through bread no he's just out of time and you know when they found out the release of the news it's like ah shit they immediately had a flashback to the Monday before where they said, remind me in a week's time. <laughs> Someone got, got sacked. They have to have got sacked in the morning. Unless it's like their dad runs the hospital. But other than that, you're getting sacked. But, um, my other crazy stuff's happened this week. The Moore's murderers, was his name? Um, oh, Ian Brady? Myra Hindley, Ian Brady. Ah, uh, if his name's not Ian Brady, then that's embarrassing. I think it is. I've still got the internet open on my phone for once. I never usually have the internet open, so I don't want to be disturbed. But I am going to look. I think it is Ian Brady, Ian Huntley. Ian Huntley. Ian Brady, I was right. It's Ian Brady. To be fair, these murders happened way before my time. You know, Brits love a murderer. And that's what I find weird about this country. Love a flipping murderer. Like we just name me, I can't name you one of the victims off the top of my head, not at all. Can't name you a victim of Jack the Ripper. Can't name you a victim of the Yorkshire Ripper. Can't name you a victim of Harold Shipman. But I just named all of the murderers because we love a flipping murderer. <laughs> I don't know why. This country loves it. Um, and like when he died again, it was just he was on the front page. And it's just, it's all about him. Him, 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 him. Just focus so much on murderers, just never the victims. Why is that? It's nuts. It's just like, yeah, serial killing is a white crime though, isn't it? <laughs> can't lie, you just, you very rarely get a black serial killer. And it's true. It is, you just, just don't really see it. Um, that's not me saying that black people need to do that. I don't think that's something that we celebrate in Black History Month, you know. 
2017. This is uh, this is Jerome Johnson, the first black serial killer. <laughs> no, we we don't want that. Um, we don't want that crime. It's cool, but it's just uh, it's a weird crime that uh, a weird um, attitude we have towards murders in this country. It's weird. But um, talking about crime, eh? How about uh, what's her name? Lavinia Woodward. We ain't heard about her. She's the super talented lady. She's too talented to go to prison for stabbing her boyfriend. Like this works on so many flipping levels. How fucked up this situation is, right? So let's take away all. No, I can't take away politics. The politics are all within this story. Okay, so the judge, although she did attack the boyfriend, drunken rage. I think drunken and drug fueled rage. Attacked the boyfriend with a knife, slashed at him, actually injured him. And because she's training to be a heart surgeon, the judge says she's too talented and it'd be it'd be unfair to punish her. It's like wait, 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 wait. One. I don't think she can actually be a heart surgeon now anyway because she's got a criminal record. Um, two, I don't think you're too talented for prison. Like, that's just, that's unreal. Like that means anyone who's got a a desirable skill in society can just do what they want. Just slash away. Three, domestic violence. That was a man slashing at a woman. Ah. Oh. I'm not saying it would have been, it would have been a different outcome, but I just think it's like it just seems more clear, more clear that it's more fucked up. I don't know why people have had to take another step to be like, oh, no, that is kind of bad. I, I, oh, are you gonna stab someone? <laughs> Get away with it! But you actually found not guilty. Doesn't make any sense. And then um. Yeah, what is it? It would damage damage her career. Let's how, let me let me find the story again. Um, I'll, I'll read I'll read it if you haven't. You must have heard of it. If uh, yeah, look, she's come up straight on Google. Everyone's talking about this crazy chick. Oh, well, she also goes to Oxford as well. Yes, she also went to Oxford. That's brilliant. Like, how do you feel as a victim? There's no guarantee. That the person's going to ever receive justice. Because they may be really good. Or they may, they may have the potential to be good at heart surgery. So no no jail time for you. <laughs> so I said if I ever commit a crime. I'm going to say look. I haven't started my course yet. But I'm enrolled to do surgery. At uni. And so. I think I should be allowed to stab this person a few more times. <laughs> And then what else happened this week? Oh, oh, yeah. The teacher who got done for... Uh, she got caught in a lay-by giving a 15-year-old student oral sex. A blozer. Cheeky blozer. Um, now, I've got, to, I've got to talk to guys here. Because uh, women seem to get it. Guys don't. Right, let's, let's, let's break it down. I get... That she is attractive. And I get that. When I was 15, I probably would have enjoyed that. <laughs> I can't lie. I would have. I would have enjoyed it. I would have been like, great. 
I just nailed the teacher. I'm not even named the teacher, but there was a few teachers I went to that were at my school that I would have loved to that of that have happened to. Yeah, love to have been that kid. However, that doesn't stop the fact that the kid is a victim, and that I would have been a victim of a crime. And it's just like it's just this weird. <laughs> This is weird dynamic where every guy goes, oh man, wish I'd teach us like that in my school. So, yeah, I get it, but it's like, can we not? <laughs> can we? Like, we still need to acknowledge that a crime's happened here and a child's been molested. And that's the bit where it starts falling apart because some guys really can't make that step. They can't go, oh no, I get that. She is a pervert and she needs to go to prison. Some guys like, well, no, 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 she shouldn't. And some guys like, well, well, it's parents' evening. Then, yeah, I'm going to be right there. It's like, well, nah, you're going to get sloppy seconds from your son, from a bloody child molester. What's wrong with you? (laughs) What is wrong with you? And everyone knows it was the other way round. It was the other way round. It would be completely different. If it was a male teacher, female student... And if, imagine the girls going, oh, yeah, but I find Mr. So-and-so really hot. I don't feel a victim. Oh, wish I had teachers as hot as him. You, you'd side-eye your woman if you heard her say that. So, yeah, guys, we got uh, we got up the game, we got up the levels, because you can't be going around co-siding kids being molested. <laughs> it's not the one. <laughs> yeah, it's not the one. We, we shouldn't be doing that, guys. I'm not going to tell you how you live your life. But I mean, yeah, maybe maybe not high five women who are who molest kids. It's when it's your son, and he rocks up on the doorstep, fifteen with some bloody forty year old woman, and go, yeah, uh, by the way, she's pregnant. Eh, I don't think it's gonna be high fives, no matter how sweet her tits are. <laughs> it's not gonna happen like that. It's just not gonna happen like that. Um. Oh, and what else happened this week? I saw a, a viral video of a uh, this white girl holding a sword in some university in America. I, I've called her woke white girl. I don't, I don't actually know her name. I didn't bother finding out. Um, but the point she was making was there was this guy who had a, a black guy who had a glue gun and the whole campus got shut down and he got like hunted down on campus because someone thought it was a real gun. Whereas she was walking through campus with an actual sword. Um, but nothing happened to her. Everyone just thought it was funny with her. Where it became like a real crime situation with the black guy. Even though he didn't have a weapon. She did. Um, I was made. It's cool she managed to prove her point. But where do, where do people get swords from nowadays? <laughs> like, when people committing these medieval crimes. Whenever you hear like someone getting attacked with a sword. I'm really curious, like, where do you, where do you purchase a sword from? Like, which guy sells you a sword? And be like, so, what are you doing with this then? <laughs> Nothing. Just um, chopping salad. But no, I like to work the shoulders when I do it. Like a nice overarm swig. Just chopping cucumbers. Overarm swig. I mean, yeah, how do you, how you how is she purchasing a, a sword in the first place? But yeah, she was making a point about you know 
race and how racism is still a big problem. And I think she was saying totally agree with. Um, but I just can't help but think that now she's going to get a lot of black penis thrown at her. <laughs> at campus. Oh, there's going to be so many brothers. He's like, yo, yo, shorty, you know, I don't really like white chicks usually, but, you know, I see you, I see your mind's right there. Yeah, you know, I just wonder if I could take you out sometime. So, like, he's always wanted to bang a white chick, but, um, you know, he's, he's trying to stay woke. But now she's, like, the wokiest of white girls on campus. He's allowed to do that now. <laughs> you know, I'll make these jokes about um, interracial relationships and stuff. I I don't care. I've I've had them myself. Oh, here it goes. I told you it's going to happen. What, mom? Yeah? No, I'm not in the bath. No, not in the shower. No. I'm just going to be just happy and sing the part you can have that. Okay. Thank you. Because first off, I hope you're ready. Alright, yeah, you're getting ready. You're late. I'm okay. I said you're late. It's 9.58. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, cool. Anyway, told you that was going to happen on the podcast. I told you I was going to have a conversation with my mum. Yes, what are we having a conversation about? She has to make loads of food for this church event that she's uh, that her church is having. International Day. Yeah, I'm going to church. That's right. I'm going to church. Me, Darren Griffiths. Oh, look, right, we're talking again about the iron. What? No, it's just not plugged in. Yeah, and then you got to switch the plug on. Oh, yeah, there's the switches on the iron itself. The two switches. On the iron, on the base. This must be a horrible podcast to listen to. You've got me shouting at my mum about ironing. You've done it? Yeah. All right, there you go. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my mum shouting me about the iron. Anywho, as I was saying, yes, so she's got International Day at her church. I'm attending. Um, my religious views have not changed. I'm still a raging atheist of sorts. But no, I'm going to go to church. Why? Because my mum wants me to go, and it's like a present to her. Um, if I was, if I had rejected, it would have been like a slap in her face. So I'm going. I just have to sit through hymns, try not to side-eye. Maybe sing a song or two. And be good. Just enjoy yourself. Just enjoy myself. And then there's food at the end. That's, that's That was the clincher. Food. I'll sing the songs. What was it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And we're back. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, as I was saying, going to this church thing, International Day, food and all that. Um, yeah, so I was just sing along to the songs. And... You know, try not to let my mum see my face. You know, what's that song? I once was lost, but now I'm found. I'm blind, but now I see. I always wonder if there's a blind guy in a congregation who's like, wait, 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 is everyone else blind? Can they see now? I still can't see. Why doesn't Jesus love me? Oh man, there might there may be just one guy in the crowd just saying, 
speaking of everyone else going to see, I remember, because um, Mum's church is like a, it's like a Pentecostal, happy, clappy, electric guitars, drums and all that stuff. So the music's good, I can't lie, the music's good, the acoustics, it's, it's fun. And it's just the lyrics, I'm just, I'm just not really too into. But then, you know, if I can listen to rap songs about, you know, Percocet, Marley Percocet, and not really feel any way to take drugs, then I guess I can listen to a church song. <laughs> it's, like, it's all right. Um, but I remember when I was younger, I went to my auntie's church and I had this healer guy from America who's fully like, your America, on the Lord. There's a T at the end of every word. And he brought someone up who was blind. And he had cataracts. And he like put his hand on his head and really forced his head back. It's like, and the devil will leave you. Satan will leave you. And this man will see again. He will see again. The Lord. The Lord. Will make him see. And then he goes, now open your eyes. And the guy opened his eyes. And the pastor pulled uh, a handkerchief out of his pocket. And he was just like, what colour is this handkerchief? And the guy was like, it's, it's the blue. And everyone was like, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I was like, um, it's grey. It's not even blue. How are we celebrating this? He didn't win. <laughs> he missed. Why are we celebrating that? And then another guy after. Uh, he was on crutches. Right, he was on crutches. He, was, he had uh, what condition he had, but he was struggling to walk. The guy, in sheer arrogance, maybe confidence actually, let's call it confidence, sheer confidence in his healing abilities, took the crutches away from the guy and says, you can walk, give the whole, and the Lord will let you walk stronger. And he said, now walk away. You see the guy hobbling at each step he took with his bad leg. He looked like he's about to break down and cry. Like he looked back at the crutches as if to say, bruv, bruv, give me those crutches back. He's like, <laughs> oh man, it's good times. Oh dear. I've got anything else to cover on this podcast. It's been a weird one. Um, like I said, I'm in a rush. I've got to get ready for this church thing. Um, I'll tell you about that next week, how that goes. Uh, no, just the stats. Um, the listeners, highest listener was... Oh, no. Oh, no, I've, I've closed that window. But I remember it was Ashburn, Virginia a second, as was London. And I first was Wood Green. Wood Green. There you go. So that's for listeners. Hey, guys, that's been the podcast. It's episode 14. Um... It's been a weird one. It's been a weird podcast, but there it is. Can I think of any other stories? I might put it on pause in case I think of another story. All right. I knew I was right to pause it. I just remembered one other story in the week. It was my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. If you didn't hear the radio show yesterday, we discussed it on there. But here is what happened. So on Wednesday, um... No, th- Thursday or Wednesday? Anyway, it's Thursday, sorry. I uh, I, li- I was leaving the house. I walk out and uh, I was looking for my, cous- my cousin's car. She was parked outside the house and it wasn't there. So I was like, oh, where's he parked? I looked around the car park and um, I couldn't see it. So I called him. 
and said, hey, uh, cuz, where, where did you park your car yesterday? He goes, outside the house. I'm like, it's, it's not there. It's, it's really not there. He's like, what? Are you joking? I said, like, no, I'm, I'm not. Your, your car isn't there. Now, my cousin has a very desirable car. A very, very desirable car. So he comes running out. I was running out and the car's up there. He's like, what? Shit, someone's nicked my car. He nicked my car. And you can see he's getting like, he's panicked. He's emotional. He didn't cry. He didn't look like he was going to cry. But it was just that exasperation. Like someone has taken my things. It's a violation when someone takes your stuff. So he calls the police. The police say, oh, maybe maybe because he was parked on a double yellow, got towed. Uh, so he had to wait to nine o'clock to call the council. No, that's, that's the bullshit thing about that, yeah. Like, there's a double yellow outside our house. Like, he can't park outside his own garage because there's a double yellow. How is that enforceable? Who am I blocking? Who would you be blocking? Yourself. Wait a minute, who is that knocking on the door like this? So, as I was saying, uh, yeah, how you get punished for parking outside your own house? How is that enforceable? This is a joke. It's like my mum got a parking ticket, right? And, uh... On the parking ticket, it says, oh, parked in a restricted zone in unpermitted hours and stuff. Now, to pay the fine, you can do it by post, online, over the telephone. They'll even come to your house and collect the money. <laughs> oh, but to, but to complain. Oh, to say that you shouldn't be paying for it, to appeal. Oh, no, you need to, you need to give a blood sample then tie that to a carrier pigeon who must only be like 30% grey and that pigeon will then fly to like Mordor <laughs> you know, it's like it's so inconvenient to appeal to the point where our mum literally did I want to just pay it they, they win they, they, I didn't want to pay but it was her money and it was her car so we paid but ah, uh, but anyway Back to the story. Not not moaning about parking people. So he had to wait till nine o'clock, find out if the car was towed. He found out that it wasn't towed. So he called the police saying it's been stolen. So he's like, oh shit. So he had to call like the insurers as well. Obviously he's called everyone, like his mum, his dad, friends and family. So yeah, my car's been nicked. This is the situation. And then I'm at work and then I get a text message going, found it. And I was like, what? So I called and said, what, the police found it? And he's like, um, no. And he sounded really sheepish now. I'm like, no, how have you found it then? He's like, uh, yeah, because I, I parked it in Lidl, which is literally a two-minute walk from my house. <laughs> He'd gone shopping the day before. I forgot he drove to the shop, so I just walked back home. <laughs> Then he was. Then I said, "Why well, just go and get your card?" Then he goes, "A card. It's been registered as a stolen item." So, <laughs> uh, so he couldn't collect his car. Unreal. Anyway, guys, that that is the podcast now. That is episode fourteen of Griff's Brain Dump. Uh, share, comment, subscribe, and I will get this on iTunes soon. Stop moaning. You don't even need the SoundCloud app to listen to this. Stitcher. It's on Stitcher. It's on TuneIn. And SoundCloud just go for the website. All right, peace. Get out. Shut up.